Well, uh, Nicole decided to lock herself out of this one because the movie's too damn long. So we it's, are here. It's I epic. guess it's, it's me today, it's Topher, the one horror babe, joined by uh, horror babe's friend and fave, Premrock. Yo. How you doing, Prem? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited to talk about this movie. It's uh, Yeah, we've been trying to put this one in the books for a minute. It's, yeah. Finally it's, found a good spot for it's it. It's a deep one. Deep cut. Um, two hours, 40 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's more than most people. Uh, I feel like our uh, attention spans in general have really shrunk. So to watch and thus be entertained for three hours is is quite a task. Yeah, it's a it's a marvel that it even was as engaging as it was for as like the length of it. Like yeah. I've seen this is my third time watching it today. As like before this recording, I was just like, shit, I got to rewatch it. There's so much that happens in this movie. A lot. Yeah, there's a lot to take in. So I'm glad I finally did it again, but I've spent nearly nine hours with this movie now. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's a, that's kind of you. You can get it all in one viewing, but I think it, it's one of those that uh, a multiple watch is rewarding. There's a nice spot for an intermission. Yeah. It's about four acts, yeah, so yeah. yeah, you could definitely plug yourself into an yeah. intermission, no problem. So I guess I'm uh, I'm doing Nicole and me today. So wow. <laughs> double double duty. I've got to embody the spirit. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna apologize in advance. Uh, for for these South Korean names that I'll probably get wrong. I'm gonna um, do my best. Yeah. Yeah. And just you know, just understand that you know we're uh, we are doing our best. Yeah. It is also I think about to just start completely coming down. Yep. So if you hear a bunch of storm and rain in the background, we're gonna just go ahead and say that that is uh, setting the tone for the this movie, which in which it rains nearly constantly. A lot of rain. Yeah. A lot of soaked villagers <laughs> and horrendous crimes. Uh, with a gloomy undertone of ominous clouds. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So, it was written and directed by Hong Jin-na. Uh, not, this is his third and most recent movie, uh, or at least feature film. Yeah, um, I saw that he hasn't done anything since then. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because he has something in the works or what, because South Korean film's been it's booming. It's been about five years, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, don't, yeah, I, haven't seen any, I haven't seen any new projects coming from him i hope there are more i love the way this looks yeah this is the only one i've seen of his um he did the chaser and the yellow sea before this i just haven't been able to find them consistently well that's some good homework for the for the listeners yeah uh i too have not watched these other ones but i i just as we're you know prepping to do this i uh, started looking into it um yeah yeah, yeah so. um so yeah we'll just go ahead and do some uh some stars here uh Do Wong Kwok as our sort of protagonist policeman, Jong Gu. Bit uh, of a bumbling. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's some there's some comic relief and some levity. Yeah. A lot for how dark these themes are. There's a whole lot of levity and it's mostly from him and kind of his. Uh, He's very yeah. He sort of is a bumblefuck until he uh, is suddenly not, and he's still yeah. bumbling by the end. But he's uh yeah more assertive about his mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> he's making yeah. them on purpose now or something like that. Uh. And this is one thing I really love about Korean horror movies is like there's always uh, an aspect of levity that kind of like lets you get into it, lets you settle in, let mm-hmm. guard down, and then yeah. boom. Yeah, there the, seems the most heinous shit happens right after that. So. Yeah, at least with all the ones I've seen, almost all the ones I've seen, there's been that opening act is always a little more. Yep. 
chill, a little a little lighter, a little funnier. Yeah, yeah. Even with horrific things happening during it. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about this all during Bong Joon-ho month because that's definitely a hallmark of him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a little more, a little more brazen about it mm-hmm. where he never lets the comedy go. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is good, and I think uh, yeah. uh, you know American uh, directors should take cues from it because it's such oh, a, absolutely it's like the the it, you can you can apply it to everything you can apply it to to songs like nobody wants to be beaten over the head with right. heavy heavy themes for an entire two hours forty minutes or two <laughs> minutes forty seconds yeah. in the song so adding adding shreds of levity and like you know kind of getting you to understand the nuances of the emotion is like super helpful and i think they right. do it the south koreans do it like better than anybody oh, absolutely i mean it's uh them and Raimi, pretty much yeah, it yeah. for like who can bring comedy and also significant terror to you uh we definitely talked about that on our evil dead spectacular the two-parter mm. we did on that uh plug, plug. what yeah hey listen hey, to that episode it's really back, good go or back. two episodes are really good yeah. and then of course yeah and, um the most recent one we did with a uh, on Drag Me to Hell, just talking about how he mm. uses comedy and it doesn't actually ever relieve you. Mm-hmm. It just heightens the tension more. Yeah. Um, love, love it. I love yeah. it. I love, I love man- the manipulation of, uh, of our emotions in that way. I think yeah. it's really like important artistically and, and an, like an aesthetic decision. So, yeah. Cheers to you. <laughs> uh, we have Jungmin Huang as Il Guang. That's the, the shaman who... Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. He's a fun one. Uh, Jun yeah. Konimura as the yeah. Japanese man. Oh yeah. Uh, who I was like, why do I know him? I was like, oh shit, he's an audition. Yes. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. Which the... I actually, yeah, funny enough, I watched that for the first time about three months ago. Oh yeah, you told you were texting me about it. Shutter. <laughs> yeah, I got the I got the Shutter account, and that's on there. Plug so the Shutter. There's a plug right there. Yeah. Uh, pretty great. Um, notoriously known for being like one of the more shocking horrors of well it's the same director as Ichi the Killer yeah okay so, so. <laughs> you know what you're dealing with there man um, loves his violence I mean pretty yeah pretty pretty fantastic in that movie I think he's pretty great in this movie yeah he's, he's kind of this understated villain he's you know? uh, one of my favorite villains this is, he's one of the reasons I think this movie is just a, is a must watch yeah 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 yeah. so he's Japanese yeah exactly right and yeah. that as you explore the themes of this movie that kind of yeah we're gonna the, do some we're gonna have that. to dig into that one a little yeah. bit because he's Japanese. They're in Korea. Yeah, yep. there's, there's stuff to talk about there. Uh, we've got Wu Hu Chun as she's credited as the mysterious woman. Um, her name is Moom Yong, which means no name in Korean. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Good piece of information there. Yeah. Nice um, little fun one. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she's kind of uh, presented as a mischievous uh, interloper. Yes, but she is much, much, much more than that. Oh yeah, she's a she's a mysterious stranger until she's not. Yeah, uh, and then she's still mysterious. But uh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get into all of that. There's so much to unpack yeah. with that, like yeah. what she represents, what the Japanese man represents, what the shaman represents. Uh, Juan Hee Kim as uh, Hyojin, that's the daughter. Yep. Uh, we watched through this process. Central, uh, central character. Really yeah. good. Really good actor. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah I want to see her in more films. Yeah. I was looking through her page, and she's only credited in uh, some Korean TV shows since then. Interesting. Uh, but we'll get on the horn, um, someone. Get her. Yeah, seriously. Get her, get her hired. Come on, Bong. Where yeah. you at? What's going on? Jin Hyo as the mother-in-law, and uh, Jung Soo Yoon as the wife. As what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have so there's a ton more actors in here, but um, that's that's sort of our core cast, really. Yeah, yep. Other than uh oh, so there's also uh, Kang Guk Son as uh, Oh Sung Bak. That's the uh, that's his partner yes. from the police station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so many people listed. Yeah, um, it's yeah. not a, it's not a small cast. No, <laughs> lots of lots of side characters, lots of uh, like yep. sort of bit a- or like character actors who just pop in for a couple quick scenes. Yeah, um, music was from uh, Dalpalan and Young Gyo Jang, and the cinematography was from Kyung Pyo Hong. Um, who also shot Parasite ah. and Snowpiercer? Yeah, that's uh, that's Bong Joon Ho's go-to guy. Sounds like uh, the go-to guy. Yeah, sounds yeah. like he's you know he's the uh, uh, why did I forget his name? Uh, Ro- uh, Robert Roger Aiken or Deacon? Sorry, mm. Roger Deacon, who worked with the uh, Coen Brothers and fucking everybody else. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean wow, that is quite a uh, quite the bag to get is to be the in-demand uh, score setter for like horror movies yeah because i mean the the mood and the atmosphere is so uh dependent on what you hear and if you hear nothing is yeah. that is that that's a choice well and that word the cinematographer is the one who did parasite mm. oh okay gotcha. yeah, yeah yeah he's yeah. the one who, who yeah yeah but he he shoots everybody gotcha and that's i, I mean you're not wrong though it's absolutely yeah. like that sets the tone of this film and all yeah. of these films like being how you actually physically look at it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. who designs the shots and everything um, this movie was an absolute smash. There's like just no one hates it. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a 99% score on Rotten Tomatoes. I found I found a, a, a review that wasn't favorable. I forget what it was. Really? Yeah, it was okay. It was it was calling it like uh, uh, too like confusing or something. It's basically someone huh. who, who doesn't. That's weird because that's the point. Catch things quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's, that's uh, the literal point. <laughs> yeah, and then and then didn't bother to dig in any deeper on what themes might mean yeah uh, and whatnot so that maybe don't read people the point. like that. that's weird yeah some yeah. people are just stupid they just want to have a take they didn't they didn't like the subtitles or something you know? yeah <laughs> and this is actually the second movie we're releasing this month that is subtitled there we go which is our uh, the horror babes fuck you to everybody who doesn't want to read subtitle summer yeah yeah <laughs> no no problem with that over here no um yeah like you said like you said two hours 40 minutes uh for the runtime it is in korean and japanese as we also said, uh, it was an eight million dollar budget. I can tell it mm. looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was definitely that money was used well and made that back in spades fifty one point three for the box office alone. Not even really big in uh, South Korea first. It's right? Huge, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then it crossed over here, and it was one that I saw. I think it was in Bloody Disgusting where I was looking for something, some sort of. I was just looking for you know Eastern Asian horror films mm-hmm. to watch because I wanted to dive more into that world yeah. a few years ago. I think I saw this pretty soon after it came out. I want to say like 2017 or so mm-hmm. and I'm really really happy I did and I'm glad it was recommended again yeah, yeah I've seen it three times now and yeah. yeah yeah got you on it a year ago like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah the triple the triple watch is uh, that's a testament to, to a great film mm-hmm. but yeah 99% on Rotten Tomatoes pretty much makes any list of uh, that you might search for of great horror that you can pretty much probably stream for free anywhere now, right? Yeah, it's Not on. Uh, I, I picked it up on uh, Hulu this time. It's on Hulu now, right? I think yeah. I got it on Amazon before, but it was for free there. So, yeah, Hulu's done a good job of committing to keeping South Korean film nice, good uh, to know, alive. Yeah, where yeah. the stream is important. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and get through this plot as quickly as I can. It's a it's a hefty one, but I'm gonna try and keep it pretty tight. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. I love the opening shot here, by the way, which is mm-hmm. where we're starting, which is the uh, the Japanese man sitting on the dock. Baiting a hook, innocently enough. Yeah, so it would fishing seem. like a retired old man would. Yeah, yeah. It sounds it sounds nice. Just go sit on a rock, fish yep. in a river. Yeah. But uh, it turns out he's not just fishing for fish. So we're suddenly uh, we're sort of thrown into 
just problems yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, or they try to throw us into problems. It's uh, our Jonggu, our uh, protagonist here. He uh, gets a phone call early in the morning, gets up, starts to head out. It's about to like pour rain and everything's like, I've got to go, I've got to go. And his, mo- his grandma's or mother-in-law's like, no, bro, you got to eat. Yeah, and yeah, you got to yeah. take your daughter to school. Like, yeah, yeah. The emergency people aren't going to get less dead. Yeah, I love that line. <laughs> They're not going to. The dead aren't going to get any deader. Yeah, yeah, while yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, while it takes you time to get there. And not wrong. No, not, not wrong, wrong at all. Yeah. Turns out it's pretty permanent. Yeah, well, at least it's semi-permanent. This <laughs> so it would seem. Yeah. Um, so he goes and tries to check it out. There's crazy. There's this guy just standing or just sitting there. He's all his skin's all fucked up. It's kind of like boils. Leprosy. Yeah, boils and like red Almost and ashy. Almost a bibli- and, biblical like fate. Yeah, uh, and uh, for the damned. Yeah, pretty catatonic, just sitting there. It turns out he stabbed everybody in his household mm-hmm. to death. Yeah, like twenty times each or something like One that. One thing I, I noticed about this movie, and, and there's always this um, peaceful, tranquil, happy beginning to most horror movies, where mm-hmm. you're like before everything goes horribly awry, right? You see the world for what it is there, and and this is what we're you know, and almost like before every zombie apocalypse, there's there's life is pretty normal. And people yeah, are going through the day to day, you don't really get that at all here. We're kind of like right into it. Yeah, it's like the guy like, fishing. Yeah, and I that's why I like this this little breakfast scene though. Where true, yeah. It's that that is the one moment you get of normality yeah, yeah, here, yeah. where yeah. he we think we're gonna go straight to the murder scene, and then actually, nope, never mind. Thirty seconds later, Psych. it's a breakfast yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> with true. the wife and the daughter. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But for a movie that's two two hours and forty minutes, they spent they don't waste much time getting to uh, getting to the grizzly. No, yeah. no, we see it right away as soon as he gets to the site. Yeah. So obviously, uh, yeah, Songbok and uh, Jonggu are pretty freaked out by this situation and uh jonggu thinks it's mushrooms uh songbok is trying to fuck with him and be like nah it's ghosts man yeah yeah, <laughs> <They're> yeah. possessed <laughs> and again the media trying to make psychedelic mushrooms into some sort of murder yeah. medicine and we all know <laughs> it's pretty opposite that's not true yeah that's not what it'll make you do no uh it'll make you sit there giggling on a beanbag for 40 minutes yeah and 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 think that you should talk to your mom more or yeah. why didn't you connect with this person more yeah existential uh, funk uh, not uh, grisly triple homicides no no not stab somebody 20 times and then stab the next person 20 times and stab the next person 20 times and then just sort of chill yeah that's 60 that's 60 <laughs> cuts if you can yeah. keep the score yeah it's not a, it's not a good amount it's 20 less than a Kobe record you know yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, they're chilling at the uh it's you know it's raining heavy heavy downpour and they uh, they're chilling to the police station trying to discuss this and all of a sudden lights go out lightning flashes and there's a naked woman standing in the mm-hmm. window and it's terrifying. Uh, Not a lot of jump scares yeah. in this movie. That's one of them. Though. But that is one of them. Yeah. 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 And it's it's a blink and you'll miss it one too. Yeah. Um, yeah. They refocus on it later, but it's a hold instead of a mm. the actual jump again. Mm. Okay. I noticed that they mirrored that shot. But uh, yeah, next day she's murdered her entire family. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> so this is when we meet the uh, mysterious young woman, uh, mm-hmm. no name. Yep, and uh, she's like, "Nope, don't trust the Japanese guy. He's a ghost, and he's causing all these people to go crazy and murder each other." Pretty simple. Yeah, straightforward. Tells him this you know, is the guy. This is what he's doing. Yeah. Now, you're gonna, you gonna believe? Do with that are you gonna you believe will. this? This? <laughs> are you gonna believe this intrepid stranger? Or yeah, not, is the question. And uh, it turns out to be a big one. Right. Well, he, uh, uh, Jonggu has a, seems like a hallucination, mm-hmm. where he sees the Japanese man out back of the, the house, and uh, he lunges in, at him. and In a big diaper. 
Yes. One must know. Big diaper, yes. That, that comes up a few times that it's a... Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if we, we have any uh, insight as to why there's a big diaper. See, I thought it was just his underwear, like just the sort of more traditional style underwear. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could be right. Yeah, I think yeah, they joke it's, about it. Someone says diaper. it was a diaper, yeah, yeah. and then they joke about it for a while. It just the, looks the guy bulky. Who, yeah. And, and maybe, maybe it's just uh, a very classic style of... Uh, because we see our shaman in a similar type True. of underwear later. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, retract. Less bulky. Retract. But yeah. yeah. Or maybe he's just an old man, and they, he actually is incontinent. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, it happens. We're not shaming him for that. No, it's more the murder. It's yeah, it's the, yeah. the incitement to murder or the murder itself. Yeah, yeah. 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 not a fan. Um, I'm skipping over a lot of cuts that happen here. There are a lot of great shots that pay off later, but mm-hmm. it's, again, a long plot, and I don't want to get too So she too shows up, here. but she's trying to get their attention, so she throws rocks at them. Yeah, right? yeah, she's and just sitting there in the road throwing rocks nice at them. It's a nice little character uh, quirk, because it's like the way she's using this kind of almost impish, childlike method of Very, getting your yeah, attention. Yeah. I'm going to throw rocks at you and kind of just hu- uh, kind of hold down there and mm-hmm. just squatted on her haunches so you kind of just think she's a jokester and, and maybe not of, of much importance so I guess that kind of uh, you know makes makes it believable that he wouldn't immediately be like oh I should listen to this person oh of course yeah yeah, yeah. and he's already a skeptical man as he should be oh absolutely yeah I mean, shouldn't be. yeah um, yeah, he should believe a little bit more. At the yeah. End. But yeah, so he tries to get Sungbok to come to the, the scene, mm-hmm. and uh, the, she vanishes. She's yep. not there anymore. And that's yep. when he has the, the vision of the uh, yeah. terrifying Japanese and man. The, and the eyes. Oh, the red eyes, yeah. It's uh, crawling around the ground like, uh, like Gollum. Demonic would be very apt. Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, and then they meet with a local hunter who tells them a similar story where he was feasting on a raw deer and sucking the blood and attacked the man. Yeah. They don't believe him, but they're like, mm, let's go check it out. Let's do the cop thing. Uh, and I don't think this movie has a particularly good view of cops. We can dig into that later. Yeah. Um, they're idiots. Yeah. All of them suck at their jobs. Yeah. They, they, the, 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 you know, the evidence would lead them to do, you know, further investigation and do a little more police work like actual should. detective work like yeah. gumshoe work yeah <laughs> but no yeah well so they uh they bring in Sungbok's nephew who uh grew up in Japan and speaks passing Japanese I would say yeah so they go up to the stranger's house and they find uh a shrine mm. of some sort filled with uh goat, goat skulls and candles it's nice and uh and then pictures right yeah and then a separate room full of pictures of yeah. all the victims and mementos of people who are who have or are sick and during this time uh Hyojin has become sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Already, yeah. Um, Came right to home. Yeah, right away. So the guard dog, this big, this big, big black dog, uh, attacks them and then suddenly stops and uh, there's the Japanese stranger. Uh, they head out. They're super apologetic. They're like, mm, we're sorry. And that's when Songbok shows the shoe to Jongo. And that's when Hyojin gets really sick. Yeah. Uh, it's when she really turns. It's, so, like a common trope of what possession or spells or hexes is, you have to have a possession of the yeah. person. Exactly. Yeah. So this would be the possession, the mm-hmm. shoe. For um, good or ill, you have to, and that's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what do we think about the dog? Is there anything more to that? Uh, you know, I I get a hellhound vibe from it. Yeah. Uh, they definitely cast the dog to be as big and scary as possible. Not a cuddly dog. No. no, no, no. You, you're going to cross the street if you see this one. Yeah, no, it's got some uh, big gels, big teeth, cut ears, angry disposition. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't Checks seem... Checks all uh, the boxes there. Yeah. Very sweet with the uh, with the old man, but uh, not with anybody else. Right. So, yeah, uh, Sungbok shows the shoe to Jonggu, and he's like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? 
this is my daughter's shoe. Where the fuck did you get it? And this is when we get the little uh, Reagan and the Exorcist moment from her. First, mm. like she's yeah, she seems she's she seems fine. Her fever's broken. She's just sitting there, but like stuffing her face with fish. Grandma's like, nah, she doesn't eat fish. Yeah, something's wrong. I'm calling a shaman. Yeah. Meanwhile, and God bless yeah. her for for being so proactive because it just yeah. I mean, some people wouldn't. You know, it's always it's always interesting when there's this elder who's like, we're not messing around with yeah, this. Yeah, let's get going. This is spirits and this is demons or this is, uh, you know, this is something out of the ordinary, out of the ancient worlds. We're going to deal with this uh, as soon as possible. Bet, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like, I love the grandma on this. Key. She's Yeah, she's yeah. just like, look, no, I got to, my granddaughter is sick. Yeah. Something is wrong. It's definitely not natural. It's spirits. We're doing spirit things. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Grandma's got her head on straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Jungu gets pissed off, goes back up to the stranger's house, smashes up his shrine, especially after he finds out that the all the evidence has supposedly been burned, and ends up, sorry everybody, he kills the dog. Yeah. Pretty brutally, with a pickaxe. I mean, hey, it's a cost of doing business, I think. I, I, <laughs> I guess if you're a cop, anything's a threat. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, now we get the shaman. He's a, he's a slick guy. He's tall, he's skinny, sexy, he's wearing a suit. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I know exactly. He's like, swaggers in. It's almost like, um, it remind, uh, it, is, who is it in Boondock Saints? Who do, like dances around a Beethoven? Is that Oldman? Uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, thank you. There was a fire fight. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's very, he's got, he's got Dafoe vibes. It, Great. Uh, one of the, yeah. uh, the nicest celebrities I've ever, I've ever met. I can believe that. Willem Dafoe. Very kind. Served him a bunch of times downtown. Nice. So, shouts to him. We love Defoe here. Great career. And Still glad going. he's glad he's not a shit piece of shit. No, I mean from by all accounts, stand up guy. I love um, that. And and I could say as well as sorry as far as service and interactions yeah. go. So there we go. Hell yeah, uh, uh, it matters. Treat yeah. your uh, service industry folks well. We're both here. Come on now, <laughs> we're working hard. So yeah, we start doing the uh, we get to the exorcism scene. Uh, nice bunch of parallel shots here where the shamans, you know, like oh I'm gonna perform a death hex or sorry the exorcism actually fails. Then we. Uh, He's like, oh, shit, you messed with the demon? Sorry, we got to do a death hex now. That's going to be 10 grand. Yeah. Yeah, he, he knows how to milk uh, the situation. Yeah. Uh, and and he, he recognizes there's an opportunity to uh, get, get the bag, and, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't fumble it. No, no, he does not. So we get to this uh, awesome scene with the parallel cuts, and the uh, Japanese man is preparing for his own ritual. He's buying black chickens. We've got the shaman with white chickens. Mm-hmm. He's banging on a drum and singing in Japanese. Uh, the shaman is bang- is has people singing in drums, and he's dressed in all these colors. And he's really a great Korean. scene, obviously. It, yeah, uh, super intense. Obviously, there's a lot of cultural significance to it. Yeah, lots of big performances here too. Yeah, that bears uh, looking into further if you want to educate yourself. And, uh, yeah, I always. looked into some of these older, like sort of more traditional Korean rituals, and I saw a lot. Of, looked at a lot of photos and saw some videos of like how traditional dances and things like this, and they're like, oh yeah, no, that's uh, this is accurate. Yeah, from what I can tell, you know, it's yeah. outsider's perspective. I can't comment on it fully. Mm-hmm. But some I like that. Some animal sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, Both sides. A lot of knives. Some Lots of knives. Effigies being cut down and burned. and it's Having uh, big old nails hammered into them. Classic. Yeah, really. it's fantastic. Uh, I like when he throws the knives at the fire and he misses both times. That always makes me laugh for some I reason. I mean, he will, you know, he's, a, he's a shaman, not a <laughs> knife thrower. I yeah, I guess he's on a circus performer yeah, on the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we start getting another parallel. Uh, every time he starts hammering a nail in here, we see it's a, it's a double parallel between the uh, Japanese man and his ritual yep. beginning to die. Yep. But also Hyojin. Yep. It's feeling the same pain. Like he nails it into the eyes of the statue, and she grabs hers. She grabs mm-hmm. her gut, and all of that. 
Yeah, it's one of my favorite. She's going through a lot. Yeah, of pain. Yeah, and and obviously that you know that alarms everyone involved. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, except for you know the shaman himself. He's like, I'm doing my job. Yeah, this is what it's supposed you to be. Gotta let like. me finish. Yeah. So, uh, Go ends up just like destroying the ritual. Says, absolutely not. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And we see the stranger draw a breath after he stopped everything and mm-hmm. crawl himself into bed. And then we see no name again outside the house. Yep. Uh, so Jonggu gets the uh, he rallies the, uh, the the old cavalry right mob justice yep uh, vigilante uh, classic horror trope let's take matters into our own hands pitchforks let's get torches this guy. yeah uh, doesn't seem the proper channels doesn't seem to be working justice moves too slow people are dying and he's responsible let's get this guy out of here exactly right. there's a whole bunch of shit that happens here basically a zombie attacks them bites off half a dude's face yeah quite uh, a, that's quite a scene yeah 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 he doesn't die by rake or by <laughs> anything else really unless until the the japanese man shows up right yeah and then he's he's finally done yeah it's a it's it's a very like sam raimi bit or like um Shaun of the Dead, even like just it feels very shot like uh, Edgar Wright doing horror. Well, also, and he comes to life after the ritual. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because the guy had already died. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he was dead in the car. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. And he was. Uh, yeah, he's he's important in in a lot in some ways. Yeah, he was one of the guys who. He's one of the guys who I think had been possessed and then he died or something like that. Like he drove off and killed himself. I think is the implication. Yeah. So that he wouldn't harm anybody after he started getting infected. Yeah. Because he saw it that way. I think yeah. that's what we're supposed to take from that. Yeah. Also, the hunter dies because he gets struck by lightning. Yeah. That was that's like a weird comedy scene. Kind of absurd. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they they chase him. They chase him. Uh, he hides off a cliff. Jonggu almost dies falling off a cliff. Uh, or almost falls off a cliff. Yeah. Uh, but they get him back and he's like, all right, we just gotta, we gotta get back to, we gotta get back, I gotta save my daughter. Mm-hmm. I gotta, we gotta figure something out, right? Japanese man is like, above, they get down in the car, they're driving back, and he falls on top of their truck and like, that's the other jump scare here. Yep. Is that they're just body, driving along. Body falling from the yeah. sky is always a good one. Yeah. yeah. Narrowly missing the truck that they almost ran into yeah. and then getting the, yeah. So and he's it's, dead, dead. Oh, gotta, yeah. Gotta be. Yeah, point. like, it, they hits the windshield, they roll over him, and then they f- just dump his body off the cliff. They're like, yep. nope, yep. don't worry about that. We're cops. No one's going to investigate this. Yeah, we yeah. investigate this. Mm-hmm. Who do we see in the mountain, though? No name. There we go. Yeah. She's always around. She's she's lurking. Yeah. So, uh, Shaman's heading back to Jonggu's, and he runs into Miss No Name. And uh, another great gore scene here. Just blood starts coming from his nose. He's like, what the fuck? Why do I have a nosebleed? And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he just starts vomiting blood. And the closer she gets to him, the more he just is, like, purging. Yeah bunch of frothy gross blood here that Pretty i good. love i'm Pretty a big good. fan of it yeah necessary uh, yeah so he just says fuck this i'm, I'm off to seoul yeah yeah uh, go back to the city yeah this village is uh is done enough. doesn't like the sticks no nah, no nah. but uh he uh gets stopped by a bunch of moths i guess i think it was locusts locusts ah yeah. Uh, yeah okay so real biblical another, bu- another biblical touch yeah yeah he's driving towards seoul as marked on the signs and then a uh, swarm of locusts come he just, gets out of the car, and then they're not really there. Right. So we're dealing with some, some weirdness. Something heavy here. Yeah. So he heads back, calls uh, Jonggu. He's like, all right, there's this chick. She's the real demon. I had it wrong. We got to kill her, not the Japanese guy. That was my bad. Uh, but I'm coming back. If you encounter her, don't talk to her. Yep. Jonggu comes back. Can't find Hyojin. Everybody's looking for her. He runs outside uh, and meets No Name again. Yep. And the grandmother and mother finds Hyojin, take her inside, 
where she's like sort of walks brushes past them mm-hmm. goes straight to the fridge and is just like sitting in front of the fridge just gorging herself and she has that dope scene where she just burps yeah yeah god uh <laughs> like you said there's some exorcism themes here yeah yeah I it's mean, very much the omen meets the exorcist yes yeah. eastern asian and yep. specifically south korean horror yeah it's yeah. fantastic so he has a long conversation with no name she's like look i'm here to help the japanese man's a demon i told you that he's causing all of this i put a trap to to trap him his this the stark spirit this evil spirit do not enter until you hear the rooster crow three times more bible yeah uh, yeah and they have this conversation she won't give him straight answers and he uh here's the rooster crow twice and he's gonna wait because she's holding his hand and she's giving him strength we have it like this is like a orpheus eurydice moment yeah of like don't look back right yeah but he does look back and he sees the pink barrette on the ground and that breaks him mm-hmm. runs through the front door flowers wilt and what's happened hyojin's killed everybody yeah yeah, feels like a real uh, uh, Schrodinger, Schrodinger's murder. Yeah, situation, like it right? wasn't there until you went and saw it. Yeah, but it wasn't going to happen if you didn't go and see it. Now, yeah, uh, quite a dilemma. Yeah, you I know, agree. You're, you know, you're in a dilemma, and I guess this is kind of the penultimate moment where we understand who is bad and who is not. Yeah, because um, in the meantime, we've got the the nephew. We got the nephew talking the, to the Japanese man. Yeah, who's who's huddled away in this cave. He's got this blanket on, looking like yeah. a weak old man. Yeah. They have a conversation, and the nephew, like I said, like we said, he's a deacon. He's a priest in training. Yeah, uh, he's got his rosary in one hand, holding a sickle as well, mm-hmm. flashlight in the other. He's praying to himself. He's got his collar on, and he has a conversation. And he's like, "If you just tell me you're not the devil, then I'll let you. Uh, then I'll, I'll leave you alone." And that's the flip here is fantastic. As he pulls out a Minolta camera, yeah, famous Japanese brand, starts taking photos of him and becoming more and more oni like. Yeah. Uh, Japanese demon and it, yeah these great parallel scenes where, we're, where you see Hyojin has murdered everybody and she just sort of like walks past her yep. now catatonic father who keeps repeating things that have happened uh, that he said over the movie yeah yeah she goes and slumps down on the uh, door frame like the guy we saw at the beginning mm-hmm. and the shaman comes in is like dope this worked yeah takes a photo of, uh, of Jong-gu lying in his wife's blood and muttering to himself Walks to his car and outspills a box of photos that we were told were burned. They're in cahoots. Yep, clearly. It's, uh, yeah. So deal with the devil was made by the shaman at some point. Yeah, clearly. Um, I mean, it probably pays well to work with the devil. Uh, at least it, it pays well to extort peasants while you're working for the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got that. He got that angle, and then whatever he was promised from uh, said demon. Yeah. Probably some sort of eternal life. Yeah, or, I gotta uh, imagine. Like power, wealth. A nice man bun for the rest of your life. Oh, hell yeah. It's you'll, great. You'll it's never great. lose it. No. Nice It'll car. never go out of style. Yeah. Rent control department in Seoul. <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? All good things. Samsung stock. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the movie. Uh, it is... It's it's heavy, man. It's so heavy, yeah. and even with all the levity, I just I, I finished watching it today, and I'm just like, whew. Yeah, you're kind of you kind of stare at the screen for a while. Yeah. Uh, replaying what it is you just saw, and yeah. what could have been different, how could it have been saved? Uh, the happy ending is not a common trope for uh, the South Korean horror genre. No, uh, not generally. No. You typically get now. Now, what could he have done differently? Obviously, trusted the woman. Should we be listening to women? Yeah, more I, you know I, I should uh, do Nicole some due uh, some justice here since she would be talking about the role of women in this movie yeah. and it's barely any yeah um, there are women but they're all pieces of the plot yeah um, barely named even 
Well, uh, you know, the grandmother, she... She's the most active, other than she the, the no-name She scare. said, let's get the shaman, but the yeah. guy she got was in cahoots with the devil. So, mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah, I mean, at least she, she has agency. Yes. And it seems like the wife does, too, but we just don't get a lot of characterization from her. Yeah, the it's... The daughter's yeah. obviously central. Um, yeah. But she's young. She's a pawn. And there's always a child who's, you know, kind of at the center of things. Yeah. In these kind of movies, so... Cool. So, yeah, uh, yeah. and then, yeah. obviously, uh, tale is all his time. Good versus evil. Yeah, but it's... Um, so, I was talking with a... Uh, a actually, I, ju- I just met her. I was just going to say a friend, but a, a friend of a friend. Yeah. Uh, who uh, they grew up together, but I was hanging out with them the other day, and I'm going to relate this to current events just to be that guy. So, there's a... This movie is a bunch of people caught in the crossfire of things that are not their fault. Yeah. So... The director has said that there is nothing political about this movie, but we, I think we've mentioned this before. I know we've mentioned this before on the podcast. Um, there's a long history. There's a, a brutal history of Japanese occupation of the Korean Peninsula. Mm-hmm. If you've ever heard the term comfort women, that's where that comes from. Uh, there was, you know, sterilization. There was sexual assault. There mm-hmm. was... You name it. Yeah. Yeah. If any, any horrific thing that could be done to a people was done yeah. in Korea during the uh, Japanese occupation. So it's really, really, really hard not to read this film as some sort of an al- or like allegory for that. Right, and he's. Uh, it's easy to believe for everyone to believe he's the one behind it because he's, of, exactly he's Japanese and he's yeah. not from this village. Yeah, they make you feel bad, and then the movie does a great job of making you feel bad for him for a while. Yeah. He's just a weak old man. He was yeah. trying to help instead of hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. He can't be. He can't be hurting people. Why would he be doing that? But at the same time, you're looking at him do it. Yeah. But he portrays himself as this weak, sort of fumbling, cute old man. Like, he looks like a grandpa. He does look like a grandpa. Um, um, and it's not a leap to think that he is the one being, you know, ostracized wrongly. Exactly, yeah. So you can they, feel that, that prejudice there. They play with themes of that regard pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but and yeah. I think uh, there's always we're dealing with a pretty small village here so yeah, anyone this, this that is rural. isn't from this village would would already be questioned it's going to raise eyebrows if yeah. you're also japanese it's a double whammy i would say oh it's got to be so he had uh, he had you know he was operating operating from a deficit from the from the jump yeah so he um so he definitely represents the by the end we realize yeah he represents the japanese occupation the fact that he's using a minolta camera the fact that he turns into an oni Mm. Very, very classic Japanese demon. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he is Japanese, that yeah. he's accused of rape and murder and all of these different, and like uh, desecration of bodies, that's got to be like playing into all of that. Yeah. We've got No Name, who I feel like represents sort of the the, the ritual spirit of Korea. Does that check out? Something like the, the, the yeah. old ways. Yeah, and um, she did her own, you know, spells and things to try to protect the family. Right. Um, but again, she kind of spoke in roundabout ways and riddles, something. Like yeah. That. But she was very straightforward at certain points. Yeah, she would say clear things when clear things needed to be said. But when he asked, "What are you?" There's not really an answer for that. She is the spirit of the. Yeah. the she's the ancient spirit of your land, right? Mm. The old ways. Uh, we've got the young deacon, who is the Christian faith, which is now pretty dominant in a lot of parts of Korea. Yeah. Um, South Korea, I should say. Doesn't do. Days. Doesn't doesn't matter much. Yeah, but uh, end, but yeah. he's there, and he, he represents that sort of side of things. Americans bringing that in through mm. missionaries and all of that. And then we've got the shaman, who is dressed in a Nike tracksuit, who drives a nice car, who is extorting people. Like, he'll put on the traditional garments, but he's going to ask you for 10 grand and also 
take those off in a second and switch into that tracksuit or wear a nice suit. It's going to cost you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to cost. And uh, he, he supposedly he represents American capitalism. I mean, that makes sense. Destroying or perverting the spirit of the country. Yeah. I mean, because he, he sells you on an idea of what he is, but it's not yeah. really. It's not, it, it does more harm than good in the end. Yeah. Exactly. And so the thing I wanted to think about most here is, uh, so I mentioned that, that person from Columbia I was talking to, and if you don't know right now, Columbia is in a massive civil war. It is devastating. It's a messy. It is a lot of bad. And I was talking to uh, this person about it, and uh, she said something that I found just poignant. Because you've got basically two groups on the left, two groups on the right. Uh, no one's super correct about anything. Yeah. And at the end of the, she said that, so you've got the two groups on the right, the two groups on the left, two are in the center, two are on the outsides, and in the middle, there's just the people, and they're the ones who catch all the shit. Mm-hmm. And I, that's how I felt about this, is you've got four different sort of engaging forces, Yeah. and in the middle are the people, and those are the ones who suffer. Those are the ones who die. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not... End it's up not killing their whole families and exactly. shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the deacon does seem to... He, he probably dies, but... Uh, they don't show up, but I think... <laughs> It's pretty well. He's not getting out of there. Yeah, no, not not uh, <laughs> not, un, not un, severely unmaimed. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's all these four people who are all pulling in different directions because, like, the priest is the reason. His, his the guy who's training him is the one who is the reason that the, he goes up and uh, s- like attacks the like gra- rallies his posse and attacks the the yeah. shot or goes to attack the Japanese man. So there's all these different forces and he's just like stuck and he has no idea what to do. Because uh, he's he's a he's a bumbler. Yeah. He has, he has, he's not good at this. Yeah. Like he's yeah. he's a dumbass. He's lazy. He's plagued by nightmares. He can barely even fuck his wife. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a strong not a strong character. No, not at all. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. He's just a guy torn by fate yeah. and fate swirling around him. And uh, everyone he loves and cares about dies as a result. As a result. Because also, yeah, his uh, his partner from the police station also murders his yeah, whole family. Yeah. yeah, like it's just all of this shit just happens, and all these people are trying to, all these forces are pushing these people around. Tough life. Yeah, I was thinking about this. We've only ever seen, for the most part, every 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 Korean horror film I've seen so far has taken place in the city, for say for one. Okay. But I'm thinking about the host. Parasite. Uh, if we count Snowpiercer, which we may or may not, done um, on an apocalyptic bullet train. Yeah, but it, it's it's a functional city. Yeah, um, it's a a group of people in some sort of tech situation. Yeah, and then we've got uh, fuck, what was I just thinking? Of? Oh, Train to Busan. Yeah, burn, yeah. Uh, well, what about Burning? Would you consider that a horror movie or not? I would. I, yeah, yeah, it might be one we bring but on. That's like kind of uh, city anyway. Exactly. But, but yeah, there's like. All kinds of stuff happening in that. You movie. go to the country at some point, but it's still city based. Yeah. yeah, and so the only one I can think of is um, uh, I've just forgotten the name of it, but the the one from that we covered during Bong Joon Ho month that he wrote and didn't direct. Uh, that's in Antarctica. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mother. What about Mother? Mother's in the city. That's in the city. Memories yeah. of murders in the city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's the first kind of look at rural life. Yeah, that is in present day because the only yeah. one I've seen that's not in rural that's rural but is not set in the present day. And it's like on an estate outside the, the country, or like in the country. It's not yeah. like a true like little village area. Oh, fair enough. I have no idea what that means, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I it just mean, thought it was interesting. It means something. Uh, I think it, showing uh, the idyllic pastoral like beauty of that part of Korea that we don't mm-hmm. see um, is important. Um, also, like it gives it a timelessness, kind of an evergreenness to the to the sure. story, where you can look um, look out amongst these trees and these lakes and. 
and see this old man fishing and be like, wow, this is like, it sounds nice, uninterrupted beauty. And but you know, here's this innocuous young or old man uh, who represents pure evil, right? But, but you don't think that, so yeah, you're you're told not to through yeah. half the movie. Yeah, you're you're constantly being shown that he both is and is not that. There's a lot of ambiguity with everybody here. Because um, I wouldn't call Jongu a good man. Yeah. I wouldn't call him evil, either. Um, he's just kind of a guy. He's just mm-hmm. kind of a schmuck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the daughter it, is pure, but she's tainted by the, the, the evil spirit. Yeah, yeah. She didn't, you know, that's not her own will, though. Yeah. But the wife, I mean, like, the wife is kind of mixed, too. Like, she's neither fully good or fully bad. And it's, there's a lot of implication that, like, something about their relationship isn't right. That I don't know that she pities him in some way or yeah yeah it's a bit incomplete yeah yeah but I don't know there's just a lot of there's like everybody in this movie is both it, they feel like real people is what I mean to say yeah. but it is there's a whole bunch of just like normal ass people stuck in a horrifying situation like it's not like a lot of the I think we see a lot of movies here where like they don't want to focus and and by here I mean in uh, American horror film um, that's in contemporary with this. We see a lot of people who are like, okay, that's the good person, that's the bad person, roll credits, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just the pure good and evil fight. This feels like normal people caught in the shit, and I don't know... It, that does something for me. I think that's what keeps bringing me back to this movie. Yeah, I think um, there's obviously bigger themes to, that they're manifesting here. It's like the the general population, people who work hard are going to pay the penalty for all of these wars and battles, good, evil, shaman... Yeah. Uh, no name. Uh, yeah, yeah, which I think is uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's worth worth exploring, and they're not, sh- uh, so, you know, Korean film has been shy about that in the past. So yeah, yeah, and I, I I appreciate this for being what it is. Even if the director won't come out and say it, it's I can't see it any other way. And mm-hmm. it seems like everybody else I've ta- listened to on the internet or read on the internet has the same opinion that like, yeah. this is about this this is about the Japanese occupation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just no way that it's not because good god mm. <laughs> you couldn't put a finer point on it exactly exactly yeah there's one movie I've seen, I, I think it's called The Sacrament okay. something like that um, or The no it's called The Silenced that's what it was and it's more of a little it's more of a magical realism sort of movie cool. um, that's the one that takes place in the state but it's during the occupation and it's two young Korean women who are trying to escape this uh, horrifying Japanese run boarding school Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it, it feels a little more magical realism than pure horror. Right. Right. Um, but that's the that's the only other one that I've seen that does it explicitly. I've seen others that sort of like t- like test the waters on it, but this is the other one that's like no, that's that's gotta and be what it referred is. Referred to as the Jap throughout, which is yeah, not a was, flattering nickname. No, I was gonna say yeah, it's borderline slur if not yeah. if not full on. Yeah. Um, exactly. I don't know the Korean word that they're using, but the the American or the English translation definitely uses the slur. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not great. Yeah, so no one likes him purely based on who he is yeah. or uh, where he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then who he is isn't so great either. But no, he yeah, fears are confirmed there. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. For yeah, him. Uh, but Junko Nimura's performance in this is great. Yeah, as a Japanese man. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I, you're like you said earlier, very subtle villain. Yeah, but yeah. fuck, yeah. great performance. And the, the, like his world weary face mm-hmm. showing mm-hmm. up at the most key scenes is like. Uh, it's a nice juxtaposition where it's like these uh, hardcore violent scenes and then this is a guy? Yeah. This is your boogeyman? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Seems, you know, seems like a stretch. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think of like who would be that in American film that way. Like, who's that just super subtle villain? 
Oh, uh, I don't know. That's a good one. I'd have to think. Who could pull that? Like, Tommy Lee Jones could definitely pull that. Like, he would fill the same sort of role. Black Coat's daughter, you got a... Yeah. Uh, the little Draper girl. True. Possessed by Satan. Which... John Goodman does it, too, in... Um, Oh right, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. That's that. It's but it's that level of performance from this guy easily. Mm-hmm. Like I would yeah. put it up there with those where it's just like this very creepy, but you want to trust him kind yeah. of face. And yeah. you're just like he it looks like nice my if, granddad. It so. would be nice if everyone was wrong here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're rooting against the the prejudice. Unfortunately, but, uh, that doesn't make for great cinema. Cinema. Not always. Uh, no. Yeah. Not unless it's some feel good movie that's going to win like ten Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, <laughs> Directed by the old man and the. The old man and the demon. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, I haven't read that Hemingway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One it's of his lesser yeah, known works. A, yeah, his last book actually, <laughs> unfinished. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think that there's just it's one obviously it's a gorgeous movie. Mm-hmm. Um, holding up that I think South Korean cinema is the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's it. That's hard to argue with. I mean, I'm I just was raving uh, in our episode that came out a couple weeks ago uh, about Anna Lily Amarpour with A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Okay. Which yeah. is my new favorite vampire movie and the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Um, I've never watched it. Uh, I it, started it one night, but I think I was drunk and I that like, checks out. didn't get anywhere near finished. It's, it's a slow burn. It's super low dialogue. So it's, it's not, what is it? It's not French. Is it Iranian? Uh, it's an, it's uh, Iranian-American production, but uh, yeah, they speak Farsi throughout. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but the cover is designed to look like um, Persepolis. Mm. Okay. Yeah, which is in French, but yeah, about that region of the world. Good. Good to know. Yeah, that's some more homework for you at home. Exactly. Yeah, uh, read Persepolis. I'll, I'll, it's I'll amazing. I'll watch it with you, and I'll read it with you. Yeah. But it feels yeah that movie is very comic booky and very very pretty. But other than exactly her, I haven't seen anything prettier in a very long time. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, if I were more of an expert on the, the Japanese, Japanese occupation, I could go into it more, but I feel woefully unequipped to really give that its due, uh, due treatment. Um, there are a lot of resources you can look into on that. It's not a hard thing to find these days. The internet's pretty... Not as big as it used to be, but pretty big. Yeah, there's some cool people who do cool like breakdowns, too, on mm. like YouTube and things like that. You can find yeah. pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah. just you know, be careful with your sources. That's for <laughs> that sure. Them. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, so... You have a special connection to this movie, but music-wise. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I love the scene. I'm going to sample snitch on myself here, but uh, <laughs> I won't tell you where it's going to come up. Maybe maybe we'll get a Topher to drop it in here uh, for a little snippet. By the time this airs, he'll have heard it. And yeah, maybe you will too. I can already tell you it's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, no, it's cool. And uh, that scene's intense. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I need this. Like those tribal drums. Like come on. It, it's and and it's like a fever pitch of oh, the scene. Great. It's really, yeah. it's really great and intense. Uh, 
Yeah, fever pitch is exactly how I would describe that. Yeah, too. yeah, it's 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 a it's a tough watch and a necessary watch. Um, yeah, and I always have my eye out for weird sample sources, and uh, that's one of them. So. Yeah, I know I've texted you and Seth both. Uh, Seth Haken, who did our theme song. Hey, uh, what up, Seth? Things to uh, just like, hey, uh, I think y'all might like this because yeah. you're both like amazing producers uh, I in your take own rights. Everybody's uh, uh, suggestions when it comes to these sort of things because a lot of times people. Are right, and if they're not right, they're right adjacent. It's yeah, like there's something one step removed from what they sent to check out. But no, I I love the intersection of horror and music, and how that can come together sometimes. Just like watching people, watching all my friends who are amazing beat makers and producers, and like watching their brains go, oh yeah, no, I'm definitely putting that in a song, and no one's gonna know what the fuck it is, but it's yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, no one picks up on it, but uh, yeah, you know. Do a little time stretching, maybe some pitch shifting, and uh, boom. some chopping. You yeah, have no idea what's going on here. Exactly, it's completely yeah. different now. But yeah. you've uh, you've taken some nice pieces and rearranged them. There's only seven notes. Like, I mean, come on. Exactly. It's uh, but I that just you saying that reminds me when you were texting me that I was like, oh shit, that reminds me of um um Runaway, how he samples uh Rick James, uh saying look at you from a live cut. Hmm. And that uh that I didn't know that. Yeah. That uh, song was in my head today for some reason. Someone so was trying to convince me that uh, the piano oh gosh, was a sample. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, it could be. It's not. But it, <laughs> as far as anybody knows. Sample. Yeah, it's like he wrote it. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not it's four notes. <laughs> exactly. It's not a complicated thing to to, to have written. Yeah. Yeah. I always I always enjoy those little tidbits. Um, horror horror soundtrack could be chock full of uh, interesting atmospheric stuff to to take. And uh, yeah, you know, hip hop producers, we we take what we want and make it our own. I mean, I just bought a I just bought Carpenter's third uh, Lost Themes album oh, on vinyl. Very nice. At the last day of Rough Trades, old War location. of the Worlds uh, is a soundtrack that my mother played a lot when I was a kid. It's a good one. Uh, rock opera. Yeah. With the world ending, alien invasion. Very scary, especially when you're five. <laughs> but I was listening to uh, the, uh, the seminal underground rap group, The Arsonists, and they have a really great Deeple. album called uh, As the World Burns. And there's a song called uh, Blaze, and it's the main theme for when they get invaded by like these spaceships. And it's, like, it's, it's incredible. Dun, dun, dun. And you take that and you add drums to it, and I'm like, Woo. it's a great song, memorable song. Yeah. And then the hook is actually the alien noises. And I'm like, oh, wow. So, can't believe that's a pull. Yeah, I yeah. love that though. I love seeing all that weird sampling. So, I mean, we could be, we could go on. We could drop that in too right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pull that. Yeah. Uh, should be fair use. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I want to. I, I always. I mean, everybody thinks of like the Jaws theme or the the Halloween theme in terms of like what people have sampled and used so many times. Yeah, uh, my favorite is actually the uh, the Cumbia remix, the Cumbia Trap remix of the Halloween theme. No, never it, heard it. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, Irv sent it to me one day. Oh wow. Uh, but it, I'll, I'll show you the video. It's great. Yeah. As we get a uh, Michael Myers doing Cumbia, and um, that that is a Venn diagram <laughs> of. of People who are interested—that is probably quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's me. Got, That's me. It was made you, specifically for me. Got you there, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Grew up on Selena Beautiful. and Michael Myers. Beautiful. So that's—I was like, yep, nope. Good. Th- thank you, friend. You did a good job showing John, me that because that is yeah. my exact Venn diagram yeah, yeah. of interest. Is <laughs> uh, cumbia and uh, ranchero music, and then horror films. Yep. Sign, sign this man up. <laughs> it's a scorcher, y'all. Um, really hot. Yeah. But, you know we're. We're dedicated to the craft. So some so, uh, some sweat and tears. No so blood yet. No complaints over yeah. here. But uh, so you've got some stuff coming up. Uh, Want to tell me about it? Yeah, I'd love to actually. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. So June 25th, uh, my solo album, Load Bearing Crow's Feet, uh, on Backwood Studios. Uh, you can hear it digitally everywhere pretty much on the 25th. Uh, streaming, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. That's my decision. I will, I'm going to de- the call. delay streaming. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to, if you want, if you want it, you got to buy it for the first, you know, five days or so, and then we'll throw it up on the Spotify and title and all that. But uh, it'll be iTunes, Bandcamp, uh, through Backwoods site as well. Uh, could probably put a link up when this episode goes live, so it'll be easily mm-hmm. taken there. There will be 300 limited edition vinyl colored, pressed. Uh, they will not ship for a while because of lacquer and, and plastic prices setting us back big time. Yeah. Uh, there's a big queue. It's really hard to press vinyl right now Our, uh, in a timely fashion. The largest vinyl factory in the world burned down last April, right? Yeah. In it's California? not even necessarily related to that, but yeah, oh, really? that, that set back a lot of things. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, it's like uh, during COVID, plastic has been at a premium. No, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Lacquer also as well. And the fact that vinyl demand has gone up, people want more of it. Oh, it's been huge, yeah. Yeah, so you're you're dealing with uh, really delayed times for a lot of these companies, and that's us included, So, uh, unfortunately. So we appreciate people's patience. 300 copies, though, it, it will sell out. Uh, I don't want you to... To this, I'm not even trying to be like uh, arrogant <laughs> or uh, self-aggrandizing, but it'll be a collectible, you know. And yeah, I mean, every single year, other one of yours has. So. Yeah, a year from now, it'll be up on Discogs for a hundred dollars. So you should buy it for the the price it's worth now, which is probably only like thirty. So that's a uh, and you get the and you get the album. So if you're gonna buy it digitally, <laughs> might as well put down an extra twenty, get a beautiful piece of art. Uh, love the coloring. It looks it's gonna look incredible, and I stand by that. Yeah, I can say I personally know about half the people who worked on this record, right? Probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, and mm. none of y'all have ever made anything that was bad. That's a good. At least that you've, that you've never released anything that was bad, right? That's a, that. Right, we don't have all my takes from when I was sixteen, thankfully. And YouTube didn't <laughs> exist when I was drunkenly freestyling for my friends back then, thankfully too. So you didn't see any of that. But uh, yeah, no, I'm proud of this a lot. Uh, you know, I worked hard on it. Um, Hate, yeah. when, hate when people are like written in isolation during 2020 it's like no shit everybody was everybody was <laughs> I'm gonna say that about the three scripts I wrote everybody was doing that um, so yeah getting it together during COVID wasn't easy nothing for anyone was during COVID so I won't spend a lot of time on that it came together producers did an excellent job Willie Green did an excellent job as always uh, yeah. backwards as a label is helping me bring it to as many people as possible and uh i really hope that uh you who are listening will check it out in some form or fashion share it stream it buy it buy it buy it. it's number one but if not if that's not what you do with music share it that helps too fuck yeah yeah i'm gonna buy it word like twice probably there we, hey there we go <laughs> i'm gonna shoot it down well the there. beautiful thing about <laughs> Bandcamp is you can pay more if you want it's true you really like it it's you fun know. to do that, guys. It is, and actually, I I like I buy people's stuff too. I um, music consumer for sure, so I enjoy um, supporting people because it kind of it's like okay, you could have spent that money on something different, you didn't. You help perpetuate the art. All the money I make off is just goes into more music. I don't yeah withdraw it and pay bills. I have a job that uh, gives me enough to do that. So. Um, you know, I'm uh, any of that any of that stuff. I barely touch it. It goes funnels right back into making more stuff. So, bet. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter. I'm active. You would say at Planet Premrock. Uh, Instagram at Premrock. Uh, other than that, you can just Google that 
Google Premrock. I'm I'm around. Uh, I'm uh, available. I respond to a lot of things. So uh, yeah, yeah. We'll drop the Bandcamp link and yeah, the Bandcamp. Backwoods link in the in the footnotes here. Absolutely, definitely. Um, well, and thank you. It's good to be back here. Uh, thank you for coming through. This is the first time special we've done it in shout person. Shout out to uh, since, uh, our friend uh, Matt Reich. If, if yes, we can get a a listen from him, that'd be amazing. We're thinking about you. We love you. We're hoping love you. you're doing well. Got a video of him uh, walking the other day. That's what I need. I yeah, need more of that positivity. I'll show you that. You're 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 missed out here, brother. Uh, and you're gonna be better than ever. We love you. Know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, thank you for coming by again, though. Uh, it's wild that we got to do this in person for the first time in over a year. Well, uh, <laughs> I last time we did it, I basically was saying I didn't think COVID was going to be a big deal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. I went back and listened to that. Talk about a, a cold take. That yeah, was, if you uh, want to hear some uh, some really terrible takes from ice uh, cold, me and Prem here. Ice cold take. I thought, you know. Instead of the invitation. Yeah, I thought, I thought as long as you washed your hands, you were good. We didn't know it was a respiratory uh, disease. But, but man, that's funny how, how far we've come in terms of knowing what's going on with this. Uh, both of us have been vaccinated and yep. healthy, healthily safely hanging with our friends when we can um you know i'm not the police i won't tell you what to do but hopefully you're doing your thing doing it well yeah and as this this movie taught us all cops are bastards at some point or at some point man at some point one killed his whole family one murdered a dog yeah fuck him why'd you why'd you kill that dog man you didn't have to kill the dog you didn't have to kill the dog ugh uh, yeah, you can find us at Horror Babes Podcast on Instagram, Horror Babes Pod on Twitter. We have a website, horrorbabespodcast.com. Uh, we love you. See, talk to you soon. Give us a rate, give us a like, give us a follow, reviews. Those are all amazing things to do for us. And obviously, please go buy Prim's albums. All of them. Yeah. Love you, babes. Thanks, Bye. guys. All right, peace. Yeah. <laughs>